Hi, guys, and welcome to the Confessions of a Millennial podcast. My name's Julia. And I'm Fatima. And we're your podcast for all things millennial, confessional or not. Hi, guys, and welcome back to Confessions of a Millennial. We're in season two. Woohoo! Welcome to season two. It's so exciting. I can't believe it. I know. It feels so surreal. We were, it feels like we just started recording season one. So excited to like send it out. And then all of a sudden, season one is done. And now we're in season two. That's where we're at. It's very exciting things. Um, and we can't wait for season two. We've got so much packed. So we're going to just jump right in. Yes. Let's start with our favorite topic travel. And if you guys listen to the finale of season one, we gave you a little sneak peek that we were going to do our craziest travel stories in this episode. So our first question, what's the funniest thing you've done intoxicated or not while traveling? This has got to be a good one. I have such a random good one. Okay. Actually, I have two. I'm going to share both because they're really good. Okay. They're really good. Okay. So one was in Jamaica. Yeah. Um, went with a person I'm no longer friends with, but that's for another day. That's that's a whole other story. Exactly. And she had a friend of hers come with like a huge group of friends. Um, so we ended up hanging out with them because there was like 30 of us. Like it was massive. And me and one of the guys, and the worst part is we gave each other a nickname and I don't even remember his real name. Oh, no way. Yeah. But our nickname for each other was Callie because he looked like a surfer. And so I started calling him Callie. And then he's like, but it's a girl's name. So I'm going to call you Callie. I was like, okay, cool, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, me and this homeboy were just friends, just yeah. to be clear. I friend zone people a lot. Yeah. <laughs> he was one of them. <laughs> but he was super tall. And one night on the resort, we were not sober. And there were these mango trees. And anyone who knows me knows that I love mangoes. And I love uh, unripe mangoes okay. where they're like bitter and hard, which sounds delicious. I know. Yeah. So I told him, I was like, let's climb the tree. Let's get a mango. And he was like, okay. So he tried to reach, but he's like, I'm not tall enough. Get on my shoulders. So this is good Two two drunk people. Yeah. Getting on each other's shoulders where it's not well lit on a resort. <laughs> trying to reach, <laughs> trying to reach a fruit. So I was able to grab onto a branch and again, cause I'm not sober was kind of like hanging over it. Like as if I was not on his shoulders and I was trying to grab this particular mango that was caught my eye and <laughs> he took one step to the left and we both collapsed. Oh my God. Did you guys get hurt? <laughs> no, I mean, I didn't feel anything. So. Oh, and more importantly, did you get the fruit? <laughs> Well, here's the best part. When I fell, because it was so sudden and I was hanging onto that branch, I took the branch with me. Oh my gosh. So we had like 12 mangoes. Okay, so you basically got the fruit plus a bunch more to sell later or give them out. Basically, basically. (laughs) Ended up smuggling them home. But the best part was then we like, because this was on our way to like rejoin everybody where everyone was drinking and hanging out. And we just come and we're both like carrying mangoes and people are so confused. Yeah. And they're like, what happened? And they're like, look what we found. And everyone's like, where? <laughs> <laughs> look what we found. Uh, 
did you steal it to where did yeah, you find these like, mangoes what's happening that's hilarious um, yeah so that was story number one that was that was pretty epic oh my gosh, um story awesome. number two actually goes to anyone who follows me personally on instagram if you saw a picture i posted a few weeks or last week um <laughs> it's gonna say that life is not a fairy tale if you lose your shoe you're drunk oh well, yeah <laughs> accurate story because in montreal yeah <laughs> once upon a time whilst traveling i was wearing these shoes that were always comfortable and for whatever reason they were so uncomfortable right that like i felt like my heels were gonna split open so again not sober because mm -hmm. i'm not sober on vacation i took them off and walked home from the club barefoot <laughs> to our hotel i almost lost the shoes twice and a cop even offered to carry me home so i didn't have to walk on my shoes did you take advantage of it i didn't he wasn't my type but <laughs> that is it's all good so i mean i think though i think those are pretty crazy those are we pretty more. we'll go through more those are pretty pretty crazy um what are yours i th okay so i'm gonna share the new orleans one because it's oh a really God. good so one good. and i can't really think of anything else that i've done so so crazy i mean yes crazy but i think this is a good one so when we went to new orleans a couple of years ago now i would say we went in the fall but new orleans was absolutely beautiful weather was great mm -hmm. we we met someone at brunch and we decided to go meet up with this person. This guy who's just a friend um, became just a friend. So we went to meet him. And then on the way back, um, it what was the area, Jules? I can't really remember the more hip happening area outside of the French Quarter. It was another one that was pretty popular. Right. It's Frenchman Street. It's where like Frenchman the locals Street. hang out. Yes. Yeah, so it was Frenchman yeah. Street and we went to check it out. It was not bad. I don't think it was our vibe though. So we wanted to make our way back to the French Quarter. Yeah, I agree. And it so, wasn't our vibe. Yeah, it wasn't really our vibe. So we were walking back. And this guy was really nice. He decided to walk us back, which I thought was really great um, of him. And then we didn't realize, but right in the French Quarter behind where we or not too far from where we were staying a couple of minutes, there is a police station. And lo and there behold, <laughs> as we're walking by, there's two police horses there. And you're thinking oh yeah of course they would be tied up they're police horses so no one walks away with them or tries to ride them fatima well let me tell <laughs> you you're wrong they were not tied up they had just taken the um what's the reins. the reins thank you they had just taken the reins and just um gingerly put it on one of the posts like uh there was two fences one on one side the other horse on the other and that's it they had just left them there okay very and easy. it was like a ghost town there wasn't like a cop in sight there wasn't a person in sight yeah there was nobody in sight all the cops were inside the station so they were of course in front of the station but no one was around and it was just us so yeah. i mean I was a little drunk julie was a little drunk this guy was a little drunk i was a little more drunk than them when we so, say little, we mean drunk. Oh, yeah. And I'm thinking, <laughs> what a great idea it would be to ride one of these horses away. Yep. <laughs> Not even thinking. And, of course, you know, I'm trying to get on this horse. 
Julia being the more mature and I guess somewhat more sober than me <laughs> or maybe just like you know smart enough not to do dumb things like this is stopping me <laughs> as is our new friend that we made he's also trying to stop me and I'm just adamant like oh yeah I'm gonna ride this horse away I'm just gonna take the reins and start walking away um I did not for the first horse and then we got distracted or I got distracted because the second horse was much bigger than the first one. So Correct. we went over to him. We're like, hey, Mr. Horse, how's it going? So on and so forth. Um, of course, this horse can tell that I'm pretty drunk. And I don't look like I'm up to any good. He's just eyeing me down. He did <laughs> not look good. happy that I was around. He was giving me the stink eye. And, of course, like he wouldn't let me pet him or anything. I was... I was pretty close to actually getting on this horse and riding away. Luckily, I had my friend Julia and <laughs> our new friend that we made to help stop me from getting arrested because you could get arrested for something serious as stealing a police horse. Even if you're drunk and you're just riding it away, it's considered theft, is it? Or kidnapping Correct. or something along, along those lines. Like police horses and police dogs. It's are definitely a, in the, the grand larceny. Yeah, it's on a different level. So uh, I must say I was, you know, like drunk enough that I was willing to get on this <laughs> horse and ride away. That would be my craziest story. And you know, the wanna... entire time we made all this noise, not one police officer came out. That is so true. I don't know what was going on. Like, I don't know if they were like inside looking out the window being like these people what's what's gonna happen get the popcorn like yeah exactly did they maybe we, we were, were that entertaining maybe we were pretty rowdy i won't lie i just want to point out too that when you were continuously trying to get on both horses yeah i repeatedly said I actually, I think one time you put your foot in the saddle and i like pulled you down and you're like what are you doing i'm like it's illegal it's true I and did. You're like, no, no, it's fine. There's no one around. I'm like, that doesn't make it less. Illegal. Yeah, it was my 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 like reasoning was, oh well, because no one's around, it makes it okay. Jules is like, just because no one's around doesn't mean it's not illegal. And also, we were in front of a police station. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they could probably see. Although when I put my foot in the saddle, um, I was facing away from the cops, so they wouldn't be able yeah. to see until I actually got on. That's true. That because, was... I mean, I'm sure, as you guys imagine, three drunk people walking home. Yeah. It's in the early a.m.s of a morning. Yes. Um, we were really excited to just pet them. And then I don't know how it escalated to riding them so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I did. mean, initially we were just looking <laughs> to pet them. But somehow I got this bright idea that riding a horse would make more sense. Drunk. Yeah. Not knowing how to ride a horse, by Wait, the way. But do you know how to ride a horse? I, I've ridden a horse twice, got a couple of lessons. So, I mean, I could probably get away with it, but I don't think I'd be able to do very well. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> so that is probably my craziest story of almost getting arrested, stealing a police horse in New Orleans. It was so fun, though. That was such a great time. Yeah. I have, like, such fond memories of that specific night, too. Yeah. It was, that was a good night. Well, the, the whole trip was good, but that night yeah. was fun too. All right. Um, have you been kicked out of a place, city, or a country? I guess we could go with either intoxicated or not. 
No, that's true. I think most of these stories, because like we're doing specific like crazy travel stories. Yeah. So be prepared that there was alcohol involved, folks. Of course. Because you know, um, if there's no alcohol involved, is it really fun? <laughs> I have never been kicked out of a city or country. Whew. Thank goodness. <laughs> but I've definitely been uh have I been kicked out of a place? Uh, I'm not, uh, actually, uh, there might've been a bar in Barcelona that I got kicked out of. Yeah. Did you get into a fight? No, I mean, I'm not really a a fighter when I'm drunk. I'll only fight if like someone hits me repeatedly. Like if somebody hits me once, I'm just like, whatever, like I'm pretty chill. But if you're like punching me over and over, then, you know, like anybody, I would obviously get antagonized, you know? Yeah. Um, no, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be so bad. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was it was this little shop bar that me and my best friend, because we were traveling together, went to, and they had so many kinds of shots, and they were all a euro. So oh like it was God. the best place to pre-drink. Yeah, because you could just spend ten euros or like fifteen euros, and you had a buzz, and it was great. Yeah, and they had all these fun shots, but a lot of them were super sugary. Oh. And my body doesn't love sugary drinks for all y'all drinkers out there. I drink a lot of things straight because yeah. um, I'm a badass <laughs> like that. <laughs> or I just do club soda or something because it's got to be low sugar. Yeah. And I think I threw up, like not to like like blackout, just like my body was more like get the sugar out. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I threw up in like the sink of the one bathroom that contains one person at a time and I can't remember if we just ran for our lives or if they like found out and then kicked me out because again I was not sober oh my gosh that's crazy I think that (laughs) yeah I think that I have a pretty funny story to tell you so you're a goodie so I'm excited to see what you got kicked out I know seriously (laughs) um so we went clubbing years ago um in our early, early twenties, I went with my cousin and a couple of her friends. So where were you? Um, we were in downtown Toronto. Oh, okay. So you weren't even traveling. No, we weren't even traveling, but it's really funny though. So, um, she got pretty wasted. So we all like one by one, for example, went with her, like we'd go to the bar and we'd have a shot. So right. the rest of us were not as wasted, but because my cousin went with every single one of us each time we individually went to the bar, she had more drinks than the rest of us and she got pretty wasted. And um, we were dancing at one point and I think she just tripped or something like that, but it was pretty obvious that she had been wasted. So we took her to the bathroom to try and like throw some water in her face and kind of maybe like, I don't know. I don't know how we thought like that would make her better, but apparently we thought it would work and like liven her up out of her drunken state. So a woman security guard was there and she's like, no, she's drunk. She's out. We're like, okay, whatever. Let's go. As we're walking out, there's a guy security guard and he pulls my arm. He's like, yeah, you're out. You're out. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not the one who's drunk. And he was just like, we're, we're kind of like going back and forth. And he was actually pretty aggressive and pulling my arm, which 
now that I think about it, like, I don't think that it was that appropriate for him to like the things that he did, like physically how he was touching me and stuff. And I was actually holding um, either my cousin or my friend's arm. And I was like, okay, like, let me just, and literally like, you know how you're in the club and you always hold hands with your girlfriends as you're trying to walk through the crowds. Yeah, so you don't lose each other. So you don't lose each other. So I was holding her hand and I was like, okay, hold on. Let me just tell her I'm getting kicked out then. Cause I was thinking like, I could tell this guy I'm not drunk till like the moon and back and he still wouldn't believe me. Yeah. So uh, I was just like, let me tell her. And he's like, no, no, you can't tell her. And he basically like karate chopped our arms apart. And this is obviously a pretty big guy, um, which I thought was a little excessive considering I was standing next to my friend. Um, so anyways. Get off your power trip, buddy. I like, know, seriously. Your down. You're a security guard at a club. It's not the U.S. border. <laughs> yeah. I was like, just calm down there. So anyways, I get kicked out and he like walks me out and you know where they exit you is not the most appropriate place either. It was like this alley and I was by myself in an alley. There was a one way to get out and I'm looking and I'm like trying to call my friends and my cousin and obviously no one's picking up because, you know, it's the middle of the night and everyone's in the club. You can't hear your phone. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I guess like I should get, get onto main street. And of course, with my luck at the end of the street, there's like these guys just standing there. So like, amazing. Uh, yeah. So I got a little freaked out. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm the only girl here at the end of an alley. I there. I was like trying to find another way to get to the main street. Couldn't. I was like, okay, I guess this is where I get murdered and die. <laughs> like I've just accepted my fate at this point. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is the end of my life. Let's just <laughs> accept it and move on. Um, and then as I was about to start like walking towards the end of the street where the, these bunch of guys are hanging out that's between like in the alley and getting to the main street. Um, someone finally, one of my friends luckily finally called me and was like, Hey, where are you? I was like, I got kicked out for not being drunk. Can you please come find me? Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't come back in. Because I can't come back in. It was the most hilarious thing because I unintentionally got kicked out. Turns out that one of my friends in high school um, actually worked at the same club. So I messaged him and I was like, this is like ridiculous. You shouldn't be kicking out people on the side of the, in, in that alley. Cause you don't know yeah. what, what could happen to, to this person. Like, especially a woman. So he's like, yeah, he talked to his friend. He's like, oh, well, I guess it's too late now. And I was like, well, not really. If something happened, probably would have sued you guys, but it's cool. 100%. But uh, yeah, that's my little getting kicked out story. You know what? Sorry, just to add on that real quick. So I agree with you. Back in the day, I don't know if it's still this way because like me too and all those things, but I remember like security guards that were these big, huge dudes because they're supposed to look intimidating. Yeah would like like grab girls arms and like drag them or like pull them and I remember literally like the next day waking up with like bruises and having to explain that I got pulled by a security guard like because I was walking by and these people were fighting yeah he pulled me out of the way like as a safety thing but like they were not gentle yeah I just remember that guy karate chopping my arm and I was just like okay like calm down this girl is standing through like three seconds away from me I could just turn around be like I'm getting kicked out he was not having any of it though well, that's a pretty good story, traveling or not. It is a pretty good story, right? <laughs> and I wasn't even drunk. And it wasn't even my fault. This is what makes the story so fun. 
I um, mine was the opposite. I was drunk. It was my fault. The time <laughs> I yeah, got kicked out. <laughs> this is a whole hilarious story. That time I got kicked out of a club for not being drunk and I almost got murdered. <laughs> That's also like the most Fatima thing, just so you guys don't know. It is. It is. It really is. And I always exaggerate about, you know, my almost got murdered stories, but this is a real one. Like this, this is, is a real one. This is a real one. <laughs> Anyways, um, okay. Do, okay, have you made friends while traveling? And if so, are you still in touch? I have. And actually, one of those friends of ours was actually from New Orleans. Woo woo! Yeah, shout out to him. He knows who he is. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's a cool dude. And we have a little WhatsApp group where mm -hmm. we kind of chat with him and check in once in a while. Yep. Um, I also, on my last trip, well, no, my second last trip, uh, actually my third last, damn it, I travel a lot. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to brag. I'm just like counting, counting back. Um, in Croatia, I made a ton of friends that live overseas yeah. and we still keep in touch. Um, obviously not the same as like if we lived in the same country or continent, yeah. but, but pretty regularly. And we, and we've seen, I've, uh, reunited with like one of the friends who actually lives in Canada too, which yeah. is really cool to see her. Um, but hoping once the pandemic is over and things are safe that I can go visit the rest of my friends. Yeah, that's you? so great. Uh, so same with the New Orleans. We, of course, have a mutual friend. Yeah. Um, and then I do have some people that I still stay in touch with from when I did my master's. Um, when we were doing our master's, everyone was pretty much virtual which is great oh, nice. because we were able to study from home, attend lectures from home and so on. But as part of our dissertation, we had to travel to either Switzerland or the um, UK. So I ended up picking Switzerland and we were in this whole long prep program for our dissertation. And we got to know people. We actually ended up creating a WhatsApp group with like 50 people, which was great. Oh, nice. Yeah. And we still have that group. And now more so we like send each other articles and if we're traveling for example one of us will be like oh I'm here is anyone going to be here between this date and this date and then if people are they kind of like get together that's cool yeah so when I was I had my layover last year when I went to Turkey for a for a wedding had my layover in Ireland and I just messaged people because there were a, a lot of Europeans and I said, hey, I'm in Ireland. I'm from this day to this day and this time to this time. Like, I, it's just like a somewhat long uh, layover. It was like five hours or something. So I was like, yeah. if anyone's available, like, let me know. Let's hang out. And we all kind of do that. And it's great. Um, I have some of those people on Instagram. Um, so we, like, comment and just, like, catch up through there sometimes. Um, when we still stay in touch, which is so nice because we all work our asses pretty hard to, to get that degree. So it's nice to you know, still have that relationship. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's great. So moral of the story, guys, when you travel, make friends and keep them. Make friends and keep them, yeah. Because then you they're have, usually like, in the crazy story. <laughs> yes, uh, plus you also have, like, when you're traveling, you also have people you can meet up with there, which is also nice, right? Yeah, 100%. Um, okay, have you ever lost a shoe or shoes while traveling on a night out? Um, well, I think I told that in my crazy story. Yes. Story, yes, you did. But I definitely have. Um, I've also done multiple nights where I've gone home. Oh, actually, I got a story. Okay. One birthday. Again, I was wearing the most 
comfortable shoes that again on this one night yes <laughs> i think it was my 25th birthday and i was in toronto to be fair i wasn't traveling sadly but it's a great story um i don't remember this because obviously it was my birthday everyone was buying me drinks yeah. i was not sober yeah um but apparently in the cab ride back to the hotel i was in the cab with my cousin and <laughs> she said that I just started talking about how mad I was that these shoes hurt. And I really? was like, you know what? These are garbage. And I rolled down the window and threw them out. No. I'm not even kidding. Actually, I don't remember. I don't remember it. No. But she's like, you 100% did that. And then the next morning when I woke up, I was like looking around. I'm like, where are my shoes? And she's like, were you there? <laughs> did you? No. Ah, dude, I have no memory of it. Oh my gosh. These like, it's not like garbage. I blacked out. I just don't remember. I love it. I love it. But like, couldn't you see me doing I that? I totally could. I could. Like just being like, you're useless. Get out. Yeah. Rolling it down and throwing it out. That's so funny. Um, so I don't have a throwing away shoes or losing shoes. However, I do have like six, seven years ago, this wasn't traveling. We were in Toronto actually at a friend's birthday. And um, if you know me, I love wearing heels. So whenever I go to work, it's like standard that I wear heels. Very yeah. rarely have you seen me in flats at work. I just love heels generally. So I also think it just makes me personally, like make a woman look more professional when she wears heels. For so sure. anywho, it was a Saturday. I was at work. Uh, the one I used to work Saturdays and I was wearing heels for a whole eight hours. Um, to be fair, I worked at a desk and office, so I, you know, got to sit down and so forth. Um, and then we had a birthday that evening. So I went home, changed, changed into another pair of heels and of basically went out wearing heels for eight hours. And then I took off my shoes at home and then basically wore heels the rest of the night. So my friends and I have this tradition, if you're in Toronto, when the pandemic is over, or if you live in Toronto, we have this tradition that after clubbing, we would always go to this Chinese restaurant downtown called Hongxing at University and um, University and Bay, I want to say. That sounds about right. It's on university, maybe University and Dundas. University and Dundas, that's where it is. So it's called Hongxing. Highly recommended. It. It's really bad Chinese food. But University and Bay don't meet. They don't? They run parallel. So it's University and Dundas then. Okay. University and Dundas. And so highly recommend it. If you're after a night of clubbing or partying or drinking, you go to this place. So we used to go there. So we decided to walk from the club oh to Hongxing. I can't remember where the club was, to be honest. I think it was like Richmond and King or something like that. If that even intersects, I can't even remember now. But like on Richmond somewhere. Yeah. And so we walked, which is a fair bit of a walk. But then when you're in heels, it's even worse. Oh, God. So at one point, I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't handle it. I had walked in heels for so long that my knees were hurting when I was taking every step. Yeah, oh I've never had that happen to me since or before that. But that's how much I was walk. I had walked in heels. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take off my shoes and walk barefoot in the streets. This was my yeah, solution. You did. 
I take off my shoes and, you know, my friends are like freaking out. Keep in mind that I'm with a bunch of guys, so they don't seem to understand the the concept of walking barefoot in the street because, you know, you can't walk in your heels. So it's really funny. One of them decides, he's like, okay, this is ridiculous. You can't walk in the streets. So he gives me a piggyback ride. So I take off oh, my shoes. Oh, champ. Take off. He's a pretty big guy, so I think he could handle it. But yes, definitely a champ. Um, he, I took off my shoes, holding my shoes in one hand, jumped onto his back and he basically piggybacked me all the way to Hong Shing, which is a good 20 minute walk. Keeping in mind, yeah. we're all pretty drunk at this point. He's a champ. And my best friend was like, what is wrong with you guys? <laughs> um, but we made it to Hong Shing, took off. I, I, I got off and eventually put on my shoes and uh, I have to say that was probably the best Chinese food I had that whole uh, the whole night uh, yeah, in a very long say. time. Yeah, so I semi lost my shoes. I guess you could say. What's your what's like one favorite travel story you want to leave us with? Um, I don't know. Like something fun, maybe a place we haven't mentioned yet. I feel like I've mentioned them all. <laughs> I feel like we've talked about travel so much. I guess, uh, so one of my favorite places that I've traveled to is Costa Rica. I don't talk about it too much because it's been so long since I've been. Um, one of my husband's friends actually asked if we wanted to go this October. And I was like, I'd oh, love to, but there's a pandemic going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there, I think that she's going with her boyfriend. So anywho, uh, that is probably one of the most like relaxing, very laid back, um, places I've been to food is amazing. Everyone's so nice. And there's just, I feel like so much adventure there. Amazing. Yeah. I think for me, one place I haven't really talked about that I, I think I, me and my best friend again, just kind of took over was when we went to Cancun, Mexico every club we were like making friends with people at bottle service the dj let us like play a bit yeah. we like i don't know we just at one point too a mexican told me that i had drank more tequila than anyone in the country that's hilarious so yeah there you go that's so, so much fun. there's just a little tip of our travel stories guys and we'll definitely do another episode to talk about more because there's so many places and so many tales thank you so much for joining and stay tuned for our next confession bye Bye, guys.